What's the half sound the hops got yeast and speech? This the molten hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends we wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The molten hour here, people, people take your places. People, people take your places. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Golick, joined always with Brandon Winninger and the Malting Hour water boy himself, back from a long hiatus, Clark Fetridge, and joined with another special guest who has been here since Halloween, Rachel Morrison, who did not invite herself this time. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and technically, I feel like you didn't invite yourself last time either. Like we sure. talked about it, right? <laughs> I thought we just kind of. You know like, what? I think we did talk about it, and then I just was like, "By the way, I'd like to be on the show. I'll yes, be maybe. there. Maybe yeah, it works." I believe the request was, "I've never been on a podcast before, and <laughs> okay. I really would like that, to be that on makes a podcast." Sense. That was, that like, was what it was. Yeah, you probably okay. You spearheaded that. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so we are here. Uh, the four of us are here in uh, Dry Hop, uh, as you guys may or may not know. We've been uh, talking about their beers and, and working closely with. Uh, their marketing manager, Joe, because Joe was on the show and shared a whole bunch of uh, beers from Crushed by Giant, Corridor, and Dry Hop, which is very fun. And then it's, we. It's nice to finally meet Joe. You've mentioned him at least three to four times more than me on the last couple weeks of episodes. Because we like Joe more than you. Oh, so why am I here? Joe brought beer. Yeah, Joe brought beer. I, I brought you beer like once. once. You're only here because I felt bad for you having <laughs> nothing to do on a Friday. <laughs> Typical, typical Tony. Typical Tony. So we're here at Dry Hop because they're celebrating their ninth anniversary today. And Joe invited all four of us to come here. And Dan, Dan, who's not here. Sorry, Dan. R.I.P. Uh, he's not done. We uh, were invited here to come hang out because they have brought back all past bre- or most most of their past brewers uh, from over the years, nine years, uh, to come and do a collaboration beer. And he thought it'd be cool for us to come here talk to some of the brewers, and also get a chance to um, meet them for the first time. I guess it's kind of the same thing. Talk to the brewers and meet them for the first time. Yes. <laughs> well, the meeting part, what, do you shake hands? or they, Hey, man. I don't know if going to Goose Island before coming here <laughs> is working for, in my advantage right now. It's fine. I feel it's okay, but I feel like all my like my train of thought as far as like how I'm normally off-the-cuff completing sentences for the podcast is maybe not connecting as well. You're doing just fine. Keep hey, it up, Tony. I appreciate it. Very nervous right now. Very nervous. Um, so have, have any of you guys been... Well, Rachel, have you ever been in, Have you been here in a dry hop before? Yes. The last time I was here was for the Blue Man Group, like Blue Beer, last oh. October. Oh, yeah. Say. Yeah. I remember seeing that story. Yep. How was that beer? Very sweet. Um, but honestly, it was interesting. It, it was good. Sweet and interesting, just like the Blue Man Group. Yeah. Those guys yeah. are... They nailed it. The sweetest. <laughs> Brandon, have was you, it just a blue beer, or was it like a blueberry beer? Or? It was, I want to say, maybe like blue raspberry, I think is what they referred to it okay. as. That sounds uh, good. Yeah. And it was strong. It was like a 7% blue beer. Sweet, easy to drink. <laughs> Looks yeah. like 7%. a milkshake IPA. She, she doesn't oh, really right. remember it. Oh, hey, Clark, that's I'm, why I'm you're back. here. That's <laughs> I'm back. back, guys. Clark's back, baby. He's checking the facts. Yeah, br- a bright raspberry on the aroma and taste by incorporating a raspberry concentrate. Oh, Ooh, that sounds good. All right, all right. <laughs> Wish I was here for that. Uh, Brandon, have you ever been a dry I have not. Or? You have not. This is your first time. Yep. How, how do you like it so far? Um, you were correct with the the assessment of it being a very small space. Yeah. Um, but they do have the luxury of uh, the next door, you know, having Robux. So. That's where we're recording, actually. Yeah. So 
we're here while everything is open. There are people making pizza right now, not far from us, maybe like 50 feet uh, making pizza. So uh, you're going to hear a lot of background noise and just bear with us. It's going to be worth it because we're talking to so many people, probably. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Clark, you and I have been here once before. Probably f- five years ago? Five years ago. We came here when yeah. I think it was the first release of Hot Butcher and Dry Hop doing Milk Stashew. Yes. And that day, it was on tap. And they also, I'm not, I think it's a bakery nearby. It's one of the popular donut places. Help us with that. Stan's uh, Stan? No, I think oh. it probably was Stan's. They do a pistachio. Actually, Joe's here. Joe, yeah. uh, maybe this was before you were here. Uh, do you remember, is there a local bakery that, that uh, Dry Hop has teamed up with at one point for the Hot Butcher Milk Stachio? Milk Stachio. They had their pistachio donut. I think it was Stan's, but Stan's don't close by. quote me on that. All right. But jo- Joe's going to check. Both the beer and the donut were fantastic. Delicious. Delicious. That also leads us to the infamous story of where you and I ended up getting free tickets to Plop Day. Blah, blah, blah. Aisle, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> by the way, happy halfway to Plop Day, everybody. Halfway to Plop Day. So that means in a short six months, we'll be going around <laughs> different breweries. Not going to Prop Day again, probably. Yeah, we'll see. Most likely. So it goes. Hopefully it meets him. Oh, here. Joe's got an answer. Joe's got an answer. It's fire cakes. Ah, fire cakes. Thank you. But shout out to Stan's for also making great donuts. (laughs) Stan's and fire cakes. They got the donuts. Oh, we'll get the donut at the end of the show. By the way, that voice was Joe Steigerwald, who uh, Joe's been on the show, as you guys know. Uh, He's the one who helped us uh, get into this. I'm not going to say he coordinated it, but he coordinated us, the four of us, being here. But, so, thank you, Joe. We'll, we'll talk to Joe in a little bit. We're also going to talk to some other people, which uh, if you guys want to do that now, we should probably do that. Sure. Right. They're more interesting than I am. We know. Especially We're going to probably swap you out. Sorry. You'll probably be the first one swapped out. But. Good to see you guys. Wah, wah. Not really. Oh. Hi, guys. Awesome. Hello. You guys all Brant? Do not. First time meeting Brant. Hi. How are you? Hi, Brant. Brant. Tony. Tony, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Clark, nice to meet you. Brandon. Brandon, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Rachel, I met you earlier. So. <laughs> Rachel was also at our Blue Man event, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Rachel's trying to weasel her way onto the show. I am. If you get something. Brad, thanks for joining us, ma'am. Yeah, man. So, from what Joe tells us, you are numero uno, first person hired here. I am the first person hired in company's history, I believe. Yeah, employee number one. Employee number one. Huh? Employee number one. one. Well, other than the owner, I guess the yeah. owner. Well, I mean, I guess Greg is the most important. Component. Sure, sure, sure. But without the first employee, I mean, yeah, what do you got? You just got a guy who owns a business. Exactly. <laughs> no yeah. offense. No offense to the owner. No so tell, so tell us a little bit about the uh, history of uh, of you being here and Dry Hop because you're, yeah. you're you're the best you're the best source to talk to on our ninth in your ninth anniversary. Yeah. So uh, I was born in Pittsburgh and. Uh, I don't know, just looking for a new challenge, and uh, I love Pittsburgh. I love the city. I Pittsburgh to, is an awesome I, city. I went to school out there, so I still had a lot of friends in the area. But ah, just looking to maybe stretch my wings a little bit. So I'm from New York, so I talked with my wife uh, and just said, hey, I'm going to throw out two applications, and there's a place in Chicago and Six Point in uh, Brooklyn and I'm gonna throw a couple out. I'm just gonna throw a couple of resumes out there and see. What hey, sticks? maybe yeah, maybe something we could grow a little bit more. And 
Um, so I brewed at the Church Brew Works in Pittsburgh, and uh, Brian Pearson, who is my mentor and uh, someone I really look up to, but he was the original head that brewer. That building's awesome, He was way. there for 10 years, and it was always Brian's brewery, so I was sort of like trying to, like, I don't know, wanted some, to start with something from the ground up. Yeah. And uh, never heard from Six Point, but oh, Greg Schuff, <laughs> the owner of the company, gave me a call. I did a couple interviews with him. He flew out to Pittsburgh and met with me. And it was a real opportunity to get on the ground floor of starting a brewery. Like, in 2013 was sort of like the groundswell of, yeah. like, crap beer Especially really Chicago, started to take really, over. And yeah. Chicago, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the time, were there are five or six breweries yeah. in Chicago. Sudden, now there's 190 <laughs> yeah. in You can't Chicago walk down lens. a block without getting yeah. hit by a brewery. Like, that's so okay. that's it was, okay. it was a really good opportunity <laughs> to get in on the ground floor and start something and make the brewery my own with, with the help from Greg, who is, was invaluable with his knowledge, who... He actually was an owner who went to Siebel and went to Donens wow. in Germany and understood the brewing process. And and uh, that was great to have an owner who was that in the craft beer that he was that dedicated to to actually do a brewer's program. Yeah, someone who is has the knowledge not only of starting a business but of the the product they're, they're trying to Yeah, it wasn't some hedge fund company that was just like, I'm going to invest in this and yeah. hopefully I make millions and millions craft of dollars. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> craft beer's a thing. Not gonna, I'm not going to name the brewery that started uh, marketing, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, so th- I, I really... Greg has been great and he's an amazing person to work for and uh, and uh, collaborate with through the last 11 years that I've been with the company. <laughs> well, we're slowly plowing through everybody in the, uh, talking to everybody in the company, so hopefully one day we can talk to Greg. Yeah, great. yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. So, Joe told me, you know, or told us that this was happening, you know, nine-year anniversary. It's got to feel pretty cool, right? Nine years, going yeah. strong? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, yeah, especially... In this day and age where it's to sustain something for nine years, is, I, I think it's a nice accomplishment to actually be able to sustain it. And that goes to Greg as well, that he's willing to put in the time and put in the money and the dedication to, to allow something to grow over nine years instead of getting bored with it and moving on to something else. Well, and especially obstacles like COVID, you know, places yeah, being exactly, closed yeah, and shit, yeah, like, and yeah. still, still making it through. It's, it's We've talked about it before, about how especially, like, craft breweries it seemed like got a chance to not all of them obviously but a lot of craft breweries got a chance to kind of almost thrive a little bit more with challenges presented to them because they were able to either deliver or like pick up and yeah. shit like that it just seemed like it's something that really worked out yeah for and my theory on that also is even during the hard times that we're in now with like an inflation yeah. and still still in a pandemic and maybe possibly going into a recession people always drink <laughs> I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's a foolproof industry, but I think in bad times people tend to drink more than they do in good times. A little bit. I mean, I we're not. I, I mean, know the beginning of the pandemic was rough. But <laughs> yeah. It was like, well, you guys, you guys I'm were buying still, kegs. At, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, six dollars, but I mean, still kegs. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I was getting weekly deliveries from Lake Effect, and oh, like, we were going through a pal- <laughs> we were going through a pallet of crowlers a week in the beginning. Well, of the pandemic. I mean, there's nothing going on. What else are you going to do? Hang out at home and. Yeah. Some beers, work from home. Yeah, yeah. It I never stops. <laughs> Clark's still doing it, which is why it's so hard yeah. to get him back onto the show. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what you guys ended up doing, like what the idea was for today, because you guys did something special today. Yeah, sure. So uh, it came about that 
Uh, this is Crap Beer Week, Illinois Crap Beer Week, and uh, Beer Under Glass usually kicks it off, and then it runs for a week. And uh, when we started it, there were 20 breweries, and now there's 190 breweries. So I'm hesitant to say that it's watered down now, but but it's watered down sure. a little bit. So it, it's harder every year after year trying to come up with something, some cool concept that'll get people in the door, like. Goose Island Dodgeball Tournament in the past was yeah. awesome and stuff like yeah. that was co- really cool. Yeah. We always did our shtick for lack of a better term was always like a lot of collaborations during Craft Beer Week like do three collaborations at each brewery, do special releases and then do tap takeover with the brewery that we are collaborating with. That was sort of always our shtick uh, and then we would do like an IPA night or a hazy night or something. Um, but we Sort of tap takeovers haven't really been doing as amazing as they have in years past. They still do great, but it, it, it isn't like pulling in the people that like a tap takeover in like 2013 sure. yeah. used to do. Which makes sense. Um, I mean, with like you said, yeah, with how many breweries there are. Yeah. <laughs> um, and everybody doing a super cool event throughout the week. It's, it, it's tough. So I looked at it and... Our first brew day was in, on uh, May 20th of 2013. The last day of Craft Beer Week is May 20th of 2022. I know it's not our 10th anniversary, but it's kind of cool that it sure. falls on the last day of Craft Beer Week. Oh, yeah. Let's invite some, all our past brewers back and from Corridor, from Dry Op, from Crushed by Giants, and let's do something cool and let's... Uh, get everybody and sort of have a reunion and basically a good excuse to drink beer and have a good time <laughs> before and, noon yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, before <laughs> noon and, and have a good time and uh, and that will be our cool big crap beer week event yeah and I, so I think that's where it sort of came about and I approached Joe about doing it and Joe and I sort of like let it off like this might be cooler if we do it on the 10th anniversary but what do you think? And Joe was like, let's do it on the 10th anniversary too. And let's yeah. just make it a yeah. yearly event. And sure. so I was like, that's all right. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Wow. And, it, and if it aligns with Craft Beer Week, that's a, it is a cool event yeah. to kind of, kind of do. And the next year it should fall on a Saturday. Yeah. Better, so yeah. Craft Beer Week will be over yeah. though. So, but I mean, that's yeah. a good, what a way to, really? what a way to, yeah, and, and, and so it goes till Sunday. Yeah. And also our anniversary is June 13th of 2013. So we can release the beer on our anniversary. There you go. So it was sort of, man, it was sort of like a perfect storm. Of, well, we like, already let's got do this thing. Next summer's uh, events planned out for us. Rachel, you can come back and <laughs> oh, crash God. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, how many how many brewers all got together? Do you know off the top of your head how many are here uh, with you? So from the we past? have. We're gonna try uh, and talk to almost all of them. I hope. Yeah. So see. we have Danny Mano, uh, who's now was the original assistant brewer at Dry Op, and then became the first head brewer at Corridor. Right he is now the head brewer at Platform Beer Company in Cleveland. Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah. We have Allison Christian, who just walked in the door. She is now in nursing school, but she was the assistant at Dry Op, and she was at Goose Island for three or four years wow. after leaving Dry Hop. Uh, we have Roger Cusellis, who was... Uh, the original assistant brewer at Corridor and became the head brewer at Corridor after he went to Forbidden Root. And now he is the head brewer at uh, Maplewood Brewing. Uh, we have Brent Banks, who was the assistant brewer at Corridor, 
and now he is an owner, head brewer at uh, Saint Laurent Brewing. Oh, yeah, we have uh, Eric Padilla, who uh, was the uh, second head brewer at Dry Hop, and then became the head brewer at Corridor after Roger left, and he went to Moore Brewing Company, and he is now at Open Outcry Brewing as the head brewer. We have Adrian Bedore, who is my original assistant, and then became the lead brewer slash head brewer at Dry Hop, and he went to Five Rabbit, and now he is the head brewer at uh, with Justin Miller at uh, Hop Butcher. And we have uh, Patrick Berta from Tangled Roots, who oh, is yeah. uh, head brewer at Corridor for uh, for two years. And am I missing anyone? Did you mention Steve? Steve Adams is not with us, oh, okay. uh, but Steve is now the head brewer at Fatty's in uh, oh, yeah. in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, which yeah. we might try to do a Zoom call with him later, cool. but uh, I think he's trying to come up for the release, but oh, okay. he had a big uh, packaging, uh, he had to get a bunch of beer out this morning, Got to. and he was going to try and get a flight in the afternoon, and uh, just couldn't out. make it oh, Yeah. So he just actually texted and was like, yeah, I can't get up there, but... How's it going? But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really cool, unique yeah. idea, especially. Any, and of course, we've got Zach Nagy, who's our current head brewer at uh, at Dry Up. Oh, and then we have Frank Haynes, who is the assistant brewer at Dry Up, became an assistant brewer at Corridor, and is now the head brewer at Corridor. Uh, so he is back over here for the day. And Jacob Houston, who's crushed by Giants head brewer, we have him in the house, and then. Uh, it's a it's a it's a full crew. We just yeah, we and, and, and it's take a uh, some pretty heavy hitters in the Chicago <laughs> yeah. beer land yeah. and, and Cleveland and uh, well, that's, South Carolina. And that's, and that's how Joe presented it to us. He had uh, the message that he sent was like, and when he called me, he had said, you know, some of your favorite breweries, those brewers all started at Dry Hop. And when he was going through the list and everything, I was like, oh shit, I, I never really didn't really know that. I mean, you know about certain brewers, whatever where they come from, but it's it's always amazing to me to hear like yeah. where everybody starts and how they move on to other places and, and yeah just, we have a good pedigree yeah yeah sure. absolutely absolutely yeah well this is a really cool idea i think you guys should definitely keep doing it it's awesome to see like i, mean, I don't know all you guys but it's yeah, nice to see like you know clearly you guys all get along get together and respect each other that's i have cool a feeling it's going to be a yearly thing for yeah <clears throat> so that's one question we didn't ask is uh what are you brewing Oh, okay. So we are brewing a fruited sour. Ooh. Um, to be determined, we're going to talk to everybody and to come up with what fruit we're going to use. So that's to be determined. So I don't have all the specifics on it, but it is uh, actually a sour that we're going to be souring in the fermenter. It's not going to be a kettle sour. Uh, so um, that's, that's impressive because I feel like a lot of the times when these collaborations and big brew days come along it's like we got a big brew the biggest beer we can think of whether it's an imperial yeah. ipa or a stout or something. But like aged a fruited yeah. sour like middle of the that's road fun. like that's that's awesome and like, it's true yeah, yeah. it's a perfect yeah. timing yeah. yeah yeah and then not to take i mean like a sour is tricky to do because you don't want to fuck it up and all of a sudden you've got like some bad infection right now mm-hmm. hopefully hope for the best we have some talented brewers. I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not concerned about that for you guys, and I know you guys are. <laughs> yeah, we're excited. It's going to be fun. I mean, we, the first hour we ever did was a collaboration with Goose Island, and uh, that was an amazing sour, a kettle sour that we uh, put out. So it's sort of 
become the anniversary beer we always sort of release an anniversary uh, or sour around June, July. Just for it's a perfect time for a sour beer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You guys have any other questions? Want to throw out there? No, I think. But thanks for yeah, thanks for coming to check with us. Congratulations, this is awesome. Thank you. Thanks for you know. No, that's great. Here for this. Yeah, this is yeah. awesome. We're I mean, excited we, uh, to talk to everybody. I just bought a house in Chicago, so I want to. You're here, baby. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm here till uh, the bitter end with uh, Dry Hop Corridor and Crushed by Giants. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, it's a great city. It's great, great beer town. It's great. We're spoiled to get to know all Chicago's these guys. We are spoiled. spoiled. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah, a lot of the reason why we're spoiled, the guys I'm talking about. Come started here. At Dry yeah, it's pretty impressive. I always wanted uh, Chicago to be the Portland of the Midwest, and I think we're we're, we're really there. Yeah, yeah. We're extremely close to being yes. that uh, amazing beer city, of, <laughs> that amazing beer city slash destination city for uh, for craft beer. So, and I will say, what's impressive with Dry Hop and the concept of the owners, instead of opening up multiple, they could have opened up another Dry Hop location, another yeah. Dry Hop. It's you know, just changing, twisting the concept, and you get yeah. corridor, you get crushed by giants, um, and even you know, being we've been to crushed by giants and being here, it's it's a different feel. Yeah, absolutely. But, but absolutely. it's the same friendliness and like you know, openness, that, comfortable place. To yeah, be. It's, yeah. yeah it's we, we always wanted to be like the neighborhood brew pub. We didn't. We 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 don't want to be that stuffy. We don't have TVs for a reason. We, yeah. we want people to talk to each other. We want people to enjoy the beer. We want people to have conversation, enjoy the food. Um, it, we never wanted like that stuffy atmosphere where like sipping on a two ounce beer and critiquing it. We we, yeah. we wanted people to elbow up to the bar and have a good time and enjoy themselves. And, That's exactly what we walked into, and you know you guys got regulars here on Friday afternoon, ready to hang out. Mm-hmm. And are excited to see all everybody come yeah, back. Yeah, fortunately, it's not. Freaking thirty degrees in May. It's hot, and we got storms tomorrow. Yeah, and and there's no rain. As as I say that, a lightning strike and a downpour. Well, and that's the end of this episode. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for joining us. And yeah, we cheers, guys. You know Appreciate it. Yeah. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get back in uh, touch with you, and it'd be great to do another episode just with you, maybe. Absolutely. Quieter settings yeah, and everything, but thanks for having us here today. We yeah, really cheers, appreciate guys. it. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers. Yeah. Right, cheers. Yeah, that's so. That's from uh, Patrick. That's Tangled Roots, correct? Yeah. yeah. So Patrick was our former head brewer uh, over at Corridor for a long time, uh, and I assisted him for a little while. But he ended up there, and then also our former brewer from uh, Dry Hop used to no. work at Tangled Roots as well. Yeah, I got Thank to try the barrel aged version of this at Beer Glass last Friday. Oh, nice! It was really good. Oh, nice. You get to like, wander around much. It was like the most like like. like if you can have a sessionable barrel-aged beer, that was it. So I think yeah. it's like it was still like what five percent or six percent. Oh wow! Like that's pretty remarkable. And it was like, but it was like full barrel, but still being refreshing. Which those two words don't normally go together. No barrel-aged and refreshing. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. for those of us who are just tuning box. in, we are joined by Zach Two K. <laughs> Zach Two K has made it to the show. I love it. Thank you, Zach. Thanks for joining us here where you're working. 
By all means, yes. Thanks for letting us come to your job and talk to you. My pleasure. You're getting paid to sit here. I'm stuck here anyway. (laughs) You don't have a choice. That's right. So, Zach, tell us a little. I mean, we already know what's going on today. Tell us a little about your history with with, uh, brewing and dry hop. Sure. So, uh, I started a dry hop probably seven or eight years ago. Uh, I came on just as a bartender. Um, So, I didn't really have a whole lot of experience in terms of brewing. Um, But as I worked day shifts and kind of worked my way through the company, I got to learn about the brewing process. I got to meet the brewers. Uh, and one day, uh, Adrian, uh, who is now the one of the current head brewers at uh, Hot Butcher for the world, uh, asked me, are you interested in this? And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, that seems pretty cool. So uh, I really hope that was your actual response. Yeah. <laughs> It was probably, it was definitely, yeah, maybe one octave higher, but yeah, we're, we're pretty, okay. So I hope I didn't blast anybody's eardrums on that. No, that's fine. There's a lot uh, of background noise for this okay. episode. This is, this episode is like if you were sitting at the bar with us and, 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 and talking Excellent. to it. So that's, 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 that's what it feels like right now. Absolutely. I enjoy it. Um, so yeah, so that just kind of opened the door for me and slowly but surely I just started doing all the grunt work and, um, basically filled the role of what you call a cellarman. Um, you just, you mostly do all the dirty work. You do a lot of the cleaning, you, you regulate the fermenters, you make sure the yeast is functioning properly, all of that kind of business. And, uh, and just kind of learn from there. You basically are the guy who's like, you know, doing all the work that not a lot of the brewers want to do. you don't want to yeah, do. Yeah. Right. That's why I'm asking for an assistant right now. Nice. So. Joe, <laughs> Joe, as marketing manager, do you have any say in that? Can you help him get an assistant? <laughs> So that's a no from Joe. Yeah, that's a no from Joe. <laughs> and that's a new beer name right there. <laughs> yes. A no from Joe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Throw us in there. We'll join you with the collaboration. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Like I said, you can see how collaborations go. So, yeah. You just hang out and have a good time. That's good. So, okay, so you started as a cellarman, and then what happened from there? Uh, so, worked my way up. Eventually, during the pandemic, I got furloughed. Uh, so, I was gone for a little while. Um, I helped out uh, Brent Banks at St. Laurent Brewing Company. Did some deliveries and, and canning and stuff for him for a little while. Uh, and then, eventually, uh, this last summer, things started to pick up a little bit more. And uh, I, I've always loved bartending. I enjoy that, too. And it's also a cool thing to be able to brew beer and then serve the beer that you make as well. Absolutely. Especially if you have that, you know, preset of, of skills. So that gave me a, a good motivation. And maybe, you know, I came back in, uh, I want to say, July of 2021. And then a couple of months later, by September, our head brewer was looking for other opportunities. And... And graciously, they offered me the opportunity. The, the great thing about Dry Hop is they, they are really uh, very much focused on hiring people within and, and bringing people up. And uh, that's obviously, that's my story. So starting as a bartender, daytime bartender, going up, working up through weekends, doing supervision, doing all that. And then, you know, assistant brewer and now head brewer. So see kids all you gotta do is put in that effort yeah start from you know a, a server i mean a bartender to swing the drinks that's right yeah do you have 
you have the skills. <laughs> yeah, do you have the skills to make this happen? That's right. Zach 2K. 2K. <laughs> I love thank bless you for that nickname. You know what, man? I don't even I don't remember how it came to be, but the Zach 2K is just so good. Like it's it's a video game waiting exactly. for it to happen. Exactly. Ooh, that's the game. You start yeah. as the bartender and you have to like inquire all, like just go through to become that's right. the brewer. That's right. Oh no, Stop. you've been furloughed. Right. <laughs> you've been furloughed. <laughs> The point of the game is to avoid getting furloughed. That's right. Like, Minus 600 experience. <laughs> then we can make light of that situation because it turned out to be. Of which it, it, it worked out this, in say, this occasion. Well, yeah. it's not going back to what we've talked about before. Like, like especially Chicago's craft beer community, it is very much a family. And to know that, like, you got furloughed from here, yep. but then we're able to go to another brewery, exactly. do some work there. And you were brought back. I mean, and that's, that's awesome. And exactly what you're talking about, Brent used to work for us. So, he, you know, he was an assistant with Roger. Roger, who works in Maplewood. So, just, you know, that's the special thing about today is you just get to see the diaspora of where everybody went and how, all, how you know, this place has led into an opportunity for a lot of other people. I thought that was, you know, a really cool thing. And Absolutely. That's kind of why I wanted to make it different. Like, you know, I've never made a sour before. Yeah, that was going to so. be my next question. Like, how did it, how did you come to picking this beer, this yeah, sour they, beer to make? Yeah, because I have a whole bunch of smart people around me, and I'm going <laughs> to learn from them. So, it was like, Guys, I, I'm going to make this beer. I, I, yeah. I need your help. Why, why do something you've already done when sure. you have this opportunity to, to gain some information from those other people? That that was the main the main yeah. focus in my mind. So, so I, we know it's a fruited sour, yep. and everyone's going to kind of come together and figure out what the fruit is. Uh, before we talk to anybody else about it, do you have any particular fruit you want to use with this sour? We've been we uh, we brought a, we brought up tangerine, uh, mango, strawberry. Those are probably the three main flavors, and combining some of those yeah. too, just to do that seasonal stuff is what we like to do. Uh, I like to keep variety as well. So we recently did a collaboration with Burning Bush yeah. Burning Company. Um, we did Let like a talk about Burning. Burning Bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's not that kind of. Okay. Two of us went to a seminary. So. Well, so the great thing about him is he's a Presbyterian minister. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, so that was a cool, and that was where uh, I uh, I will take credit for this. I, I got to name the beer. Uh, and going off script uh, was the name of the beer cause, nice. because scripture is such a huge focus. Ah, nice. Uh, awesome. the I like it. Okay. It's clever. Right. Zach 2K <laughs> with the beer name. Coming in hot. Right. right there. That's like a, a thousand bonus points in the Zach 2K. Thank you. Game. I'll take it. Yeah. You name a beer that everybody thought was clever. VC virtual <laughs> currency right there. Yeah. I can use some. All right. Zach, we're, we're really excited to, to try this beer once it's, it's, it's ready. Most definitely. Um, and obviously... As we're talking to everybody, the whole idea is that we want to talk to you guys more. I have a feeling that we'll probably come back here again to talk to you guys about something else and have a full episode where, which is Zach 2K all day. Unless you guys have any more questions, Zach's got to get back to work, I'm sure. Unless you just want to hang out. I mean, you can keep drinking beer. I'll come back and hang out. Yeah, we can turn off the microphones. (laughs) Well, Zach, uh, congratulations uh, on this beer. We're excited to try it. And... uh, Thanks for having us. Uh, awesome. Yeah, my, man. thank it. you guys for coming along. Yeah, it was a pleasure to meet you guys at Bug, and, and yeah. I'll be around for a little while. Awesome. Think, so. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers, thank, you, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Well, get the hell out of here. Sir. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Back to I've got a ticking nice. clock in my head. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone's afternoon? 
So far, so good. Yes. Uh, it's a pretty beer-fueled afternoon. For oh yeah. That's <laughs> pretty... I was like, I'm not gonna drink today. Three <laughs> <laughs> wines later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've never done that. Before. Goodbye tomorrow. <laughs> Today's not. Right. You can probably do it, and we're back, right? Okay. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, now we are joined with Frank. What's your last name? Haynes. Haynes. Uh, he already said it to me. I was going to say Gaines. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. So, Frank Haynes, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and why the hell you're talking to us. I don't know any of that. I don't know. <laughs> you have no information. <laughs> Rachel, this is now your show. Thank God. Rachel, please. <laughs> We've been waiting. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I've been working for the Dry Hop Brewers crew for five years. Uh, uh, I started here at Dry Hop, where we're at now physically. For those who can't see us, which is everybody. Just imagine. Uh, yeah, I started off here at Cis Brewing and then uh, slowly eked my way over to Corridor uh, <laughs> a couple years ago. It was 2018 or 2019. Um, and then I've just been running running the, the ship there, running the crew and brewing my little heart away. And, uh, right, so did you start Did you start as a brewer here at Tryhop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. How long have you been brewing before that? Like, were you working I've, anyplace else or just... No, I, I've only been... Had I been the home brewing. Uh, so I started with Adrian Vidari, who's here uh, as well. I had only done home brewing for a couple of years. I would do uh, batches of beers for my friends for parties and... Uh, we're very familiar. We're Brandon, yeah. Clark, yes. and I are home You know, you like mixed results. Some of the Absolutely. beers were good. Some of the beers were... <laughs> Don't Not drink good. that one. But they would drink it because it was free, you know. So. <laughs> That's like everybody should be friend with a home brewer because eventually you're just gonna get like, oh, like yeah. hey man, this I don't like this beer. Like this beer tastes fine to me. I'll, I'll drink it. That's what happens. Beer tastes better when it's free. You know? Yeah. <laughs> How long were you a home brewer for? Uh, probably at that point, like two or three years. Oh. Um, you yeah. know, in a tiny little Wicker Park apartment. The very very small kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so you were like doing like the the, the the like the kettle on top of the. the yeah, I was stove. just using my. Yeah. <laughs> Much to the dismay of uh, my roommates at the time. <laughs> Fucking smells, man. <laughs> it's so hot in here. <laughs> the windows are fogging up. <laughs> yeah, it's eighty degrees outside. <laughs> oh god, it's like and even worst, hotter worst inside. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So so you went. Directly from home brewing to coming over here to, to brew, huh? Yeah, I just kind of just dove in. Um, you know, like I said, Adrian uh, Vidari, now with Hot Butcher, shout out. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to get him soon <laughs> over here, don't worry. He was running the brew program here, so, you know, I was bartending at Corridor and then um, just doing, like, entry-level assistant work. Um, so, you know, all the fun stuff, graining out, <laughs> loading in malt, you know, like. <laughs> You're a workhorse at that Oh, yeah, yeah. All the stuff that had Scrubbing, don't scrubbing do, the, the fermenter, you yeah. know, tanks. Uh, yeah, just uh, I loved it. It was uh, just something that I had been drawn to and, you know, getting away from the uh, kitchen stovetop bathroom beers that yeah. I was brewing at home. I was like, this is an upgrade. When are you coming out with that beer? <laughs> Man, I actually, I, I, you know, I got to transfer it next week. It'd <laughs> be a huge hit. Have there, have there been any, like, it seemed like a, a going from, you know, the, the stovetop to a brewery, have there been any recipes that you did that worked out really well that 
have kind of become transformed like the higher level or just anything I homebrewed was not rebrewed <laughs> it was left there, there on the cutting room floor it's it was like, like bathroom beer yeah. <laughs> bathroom beer coming soon we, we have done a, ba- a brew at Corridor called the bathtub burrito so oh, you know, nice. if you've seen Seinfeld uh, Kramer loves to uh, cook and eat in his shower yes, yes. yes. <laughs> that's awesome you know you have a beer you have a burrito. Yeah. Screw it. Oh, man. That sounds really fun. I just want my burrito to get so wet, though. <laughs> got to keep it out. Keep it out of there. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. That's why I want to know. Keep that burrito <laughs> out of the shower. Yeah, don't, <laughs> like, don't, like, don't submerge the burrito. Keep the fucking burrito out of the shower. I don't want anyone writing to us to be like, look, we listen to what he said. We had a burrito and a beer in the shower. The burrito was wet. It fell And apart. I have a plumber here. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Carne asada down the drain. Um, so... What uh, we were asking, we were, we were talking about like the fruits that's being added to this, you know, nine-year anniversary collaboration. What uh, are there any fruits in particular that you want to see in this beer? We I just will... heard from Zach what was kind of tossed around. Oh, Lord. I don't know if there's anything. <laughs> I that... need to agree with yeah, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is your chance to not agree with Zach. Two K. And we'll let him know the results. So, yeah. <laughs> the consensus. I've been I've been trying to do a lot of like peach stuff. But I tried to do a couple of peach beers last summer, but peach was out, sold out everywhere. Oh, man. So I would love to, I know, peach is great. I think it's like a good introductory. Sure. I think people think summer, uh, you know, peaches are in season. Um, I think it's like a, also like an approachable kind of fruit, you know, where everyone knows what it's going to taste like. They're not going to be thrown off. It's a universal wacky, fruit for sure. You know, and. I would, I would. That was my, uh, you know, insert into the uh, considerations like, for the the fruit contenders. But I, I was like, I, let's I, do a tomato. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, I, I like where this is going. I really do want to know where everybody stands on the the, the fruit. Where they and want we're to not going to reveal anybody's. Oh, the, the winner. I mean, he could have said the exact same thing. Yeah, could have, or it could have been totally. completely different. Yeah. Only the listeners know. It'll be like the race. You know, like which which <laughs> yeah. one of them are going to win. We'll see by line. the end of the episode. I'm just here for a tomato beer. <laughs> I was also like, let's get the most expensive uh, fruit <laughs> on the market. You know? Let's make this the most expensive fruit and sour <laughs> that could possibly happen, just based on the fruit alone. Yeah. So, no, I think that'd be fun. I think it's like uh, a good option, um, you know, going in with the grist too. We use a bunch of like Pilsner and Vienna malt, uh, a good, a good complement to that. Uh, that being said, you know, I, I think a lot of people have a, a bunch of better ideas, so yeah. hey man, we'll let them be I the judges. I think peach is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a better. I think it's just unique and everyone's got different, different thoughts. Peach would be really good, yeah. actually. So you guys did, so you went with the fruited sour. Was there anything else that was in contention that you guys had discussed? Yeah, there was like 20, 20 different styles. <laughs> every style. <laughs> like, every brewer had their own, yeah. you know. At first I was like, let's do like a 9% double IPA. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm like, well, it's going to be super hot. Uh, and? And they're like, <laughs> next. The beer's cold. It doesn't matter. A lot of, I think it was like, yeah, I think a lot of people were like going for like, let's do like either like a a beer that matches, the the ABV matches the anniversary, so nine. So we could get up there is like IPAs, some Belgian stuff. Uh, then we started like, all right, maybe something lighter. Then lager got thrown around a bit, or like Mexican lager. Um but I think I think everyone agreed. Like, hey, it's tis the season. Let's get a, a, a you know a five percent fruited sour, you know, 
people will eat it up and it'll be ready in like a couple of weeks three weeks um so yeah i think we just locked in we got the east for it and then we're like this is what we're doing the east is here <laughs> we bought the, once the east is in the building <laughs> that's what matter. we're doing <laughs> Well, that's awesome, man. Well, thanks for uh, joining us and talking with us for Thank a little bit. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. Appreciate and uh, it. I have a feeling we'll probably come and talk to you again as what I'm going to say to everybody that comes to talk to us today is that <laughs> now you are locked in to talk to us again. What you want to I'm, I'm pro-peach, man. I'm pro-peach. <laughs> yeah. Pro-peach. I like it. I like it. <laughs> thanks, Vic. Appreciate it, man. Cheers. All right, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for letting me ruin your... Uh, no, no, no. We're now joined with Eric Padilla. Eric, thank you for joining us uh, on this ninth anniversary for Dry Hop. Uh, we've been talking to all the other brewers that have come in and out from here, and you guys are all here today to brew beer. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Well, thanks for having me. Um, and, and sorry, we kind of just ambushed you at the, the bar. <laughs> yeah, and, I was, said, and then I called you Adrian. Almost spilled, <laughs> almost spilled my beer, but yeah, it's okay. Forgive you guys. Yes, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I brewed here at Dry Hop um, after, actually, I, I first started at Corridor okay. um, for when I was working with this uh, company. So I started as uh, Danny's uh, brewing assistant, um, and when Danny left, uh, Roger came on, uh, and, and I was his brewing assistant. R- Roger eventually uh, moved on to Maplewood, and then, uh, well, actually... Adrian left first, and then I, I came to Adrian. The be, the, be <laughs> you know, the, that we were here, and then when Roger left, and I moved back to Corridor. Um, so yeah, it was like a little shifting around, yeah. like you know, <laughs> like uh, intra-company, like like uh, horizontal movements. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I worked at both breweries uh, for a while, and and then after Corridor, I moved on to uh, more brewing. Uh, when Sean left uh, Villa Park, uh, eventually we built out a production facility in Huntley, so I, I moved there. Um, and most recently, as of February, I moved on to uh, Open Outcry on the South Side, in Beverly. Yeah. How is it? How's it out there in, in Beverly? Oh, you know, Be- Beverly is, is you know it's like a nice like historical neighborhood, like yeah. you know old houses. Uh, it's a very uh, Chicago, like when you picture Chicago, yeah. Beverly really. Does. It's like That's one of those neighborhoods, like you know, Irish. Beverly, Morgan Park, uh, you know, Oak Park. You know, Oak Park's not in Chicago, but yeah. uh, you know, like I, I live in Ravenswood Manor, which is another like kind of historic neighborhood. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, it's, like Chicago has its little little like uh, pockets of like you know nice neighborhoods with really old houses. Yeah, you know? historical <laughs> old uh, houses. Yeah. But yeah, it's a Beverly. You know, it's still Chicago. It's like one of the, the last neighborhoods in the city on, on that side of the city. Um, you know, Outcry is, is one of the the two uh, breweries that are in that stretch of Western down there. Uh, other than uh, Horsey Paula, which I also worked at. Oh yeah, uh, nice. back in the day. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's definitely a change for me coming from uh, production. A brewery, uh, but the owner John John Brand, uh, he told me he has like some plans that he wants to execute, and I was like, yeah, we, we can do that. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's definitely like a work in progress right now, and and the only thing 
that's really challenging us is all the supply chain stuff and sure. stuff like that that's you know affecting everyone obviously but yeah absolutely um yeah so it's uh it, it, it's getting you know things that you need ordered or like you know on order you know sometimes it's, it's pretty hard because then you know you they come back and they're like oh well actually you know it's going to be you know six months or you know well that changes everything especially if it's a beer yeah. plan and now you got to switch something up so on the yeah it's you know it, and it's i'm pretty sure everyone's going through this and it's unfortunate but yeah. it's just reality now i guess no um, so when did you start brewing as you're taking a sip, that's why I like to ask questions when people have a mouthful of beer. <laughs> when Sorry did I start that. brewing? Yeah, like, when you, like in general, like as a self, like, did you start as a home brewer? I did start as a home brewer. Um, actually, I, I, I did IT for for many years. Um, went to school at Illinois Tech. Went to grad school at Illinois Tech. Uh, so I did IT for a long time, and then you know, sitting behind a desk, and you know, you're you're you've got a comfortable job. Sure. comfortable gig and you're you know it's it's not too hard but it's also not very inspiring at one point you're like you know like I want something else you know I want you yeah. I want to like use the creative side of my brain and uh, in 2015 is when I decided to leave IT uh, I got a job at uh, break room brewery on the north side of Chicago Remember break room um, neighborhood that I still live in that area yeah um, so I, that was the, my first full-time brewing gig. But I was also working part-time doing stuff with Horse Steve Hollow while, while I was still... Oh, wow. Uh, That's a bit of a yeah. jaunt in between the and two. Yeah, both, right. me, both me and Dave, the head brewer at the time, had full-time jobs. Oh, like, wow. It's kind of weird. Like, so you had full-time head, jobs and then going he, in between yeah, the two so breweries. He, for him, it was like he was the head brewer, so he had full, two oh, like, essentially full-time jobs. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, like we would leave work and then we would meet up there and we just like brew to like you know one in the morning and then wow. go to sleep and go, go to sleep home. and go back to work the next day. But uh, that's dedication. Yeah. So, but before that, though, in essence, like the the reason why I decided to leave is because I became an avid home brewer. Sure. Um, so like I was brewing like you know sometimes twice a week. You know, like I had 250 batches of home brew before Man. I wow. brewed a. a <laughs> like a professional batch of beer, yeah. you know, and I became a member of Chaos Brew Club, and uh, yeah. that's how I met a lot of my, my, you know, my current friends, a lot of them went on to be professional brewers as yeah. well, um, and, you know, that, that's kind of how it, like, I don't know, like, developed my brewing, like, curiosities and the drive to just leave my job as a, yeah. <laughs> and, and become a brewer, so, yeah. That's awesome! Wow, what a—I mean, that's it's a pretty big risk to take, but obviously, like you said, you know, you it want is, to and you know, like, you know, brewers don't make as much as, you know, like working in IT. Now I would be like a senior <laughs> IT dude, so I would probably be making multiple times the amount of money that sure. I make as a brewer. But you know, there's a different type of fulfillment that you get. Absolutely. So you're fulfilling a different part of your your life. It's more of a mental fulfillment than physical. Uh, obviously. No one ever wants to turn down money, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How happy are you? That's the good. You know what I mean. That's awesome. So, <clears throat> I was gonna say that. So the one question you had asked previously to one of our previous guests was, was there something that you did when you homebrewed that translated over into like what you're doing now? Have you ever taken a recipe that you homebrewed and like brought that? Um, um, yes. 
not exactly. Um, you know, when you scale things up, you know, it's a little bit of adjustments that you do, but I, I would say yes, at least like overall concept of something that I brewed at on a, on a homebrew scale, I, I definitely have. Um, and, you know, like for me, the most important thing that I brought from me as a homebrewer, I was kind of like always cleaning stuff like sanitizing everything and people were like man you're like super thorough <laughs> and I was like well you know like homebrewing you know it's it's even though it's a small scale it was still kind of expensive you know? yeah. oh yeah absolutely it's, it's you're, not a cheap you're still hobby. you're still spending you know 75 to 100 dollars for if, a if there's anybody beer. out there that thinks that you're when you when you get into homebrewing you're going to save money because you're making your own beer it's absolutely no. wrong yeah. no. oh rachel's still here rachel's still no, here and you're still, and you're, still here and you're spending all that time <laughs> yeah doing all that stuff cleaning is like 90 percent of homebrewing exactly or like in <laughs> brewing in general is yeah. you know well, yeah, I mean, you're brewing, yeah, essentially exactly. a glorified janitor, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, you get real good at cleaning. But I mean, the thing is, like, for me, that I carried on from even like the first batch of beer that I made in a bucket, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to now is you know being clean and and having proper you know sanitary practices and stuff like that. Um, beyond you know the recipe stuff, which. You know, like I said, it, it changes a little bit as you scale from, right. you know, size, you know, from five gallons to 60 barrels, which I was <laughs> brewing at the yeah. last brewery. But, uh, you know, I, I think I think the bottom line is, you know, just being clean with your with your methods. And I think if, if you can execute that then you're off to a good start. It's just just a matter of developing your recipes, your techniques, stuff like that. Um, and you'll end up making something decent, I hope. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Those are good tips for you, Clark. Yeah. Just so you know, <laughs> so you can make good better. Good to know. I'm working. Every, everyone is looking at you. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Is that they actually? They actually should be looking at me. <laughs> Clark's still trying <laughs> to learn what a hydrometer right is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what's this? Thing? What is this? How does it measure? What are we measuring? Just OG? become a mixed culture homebrew club. There you go. <laughs> yeah. exactly. So the other thing we've been asking everybody before I let you go, because we don't want to take away from hanging out with everybody. Um, with this being a sour beer, there have been uh, questions about what fruit each brewer would like to see, and there maybe is oh. talk of like, is there a fruit in particular you want to see in this fruited beer? Um, well, it d- depending on the the blend of the fruits, but I I think I, I threw around the idea of doing a blend of pineapple, mango, and tangerine, Ooh. Um, Ooh, nice. doing kind of like a like a yellow fruit punch kind of yeah. sour. Thing. I like that. So That's a, that actually you might can, be. You could pair that with a pizza if you, you wanted to. Pair that with yeah. a pizza. You're talking about like they got to do a pizza pairing. Yeah. Then, I can't if wait. If it's to liquid, it. it'll pair with a pizza. No, no, <laughs> 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 you can eat pizza with anything. Yeah. Yeah. A glass of water will be fine yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> That's normally what I have. <laughs> well, Eric, thanks a lot, man, for, for joining us. Yeah, and we appreciate about it. This. Yeah, we I appreciate you inviting me over. Yeah, of course. We'll have to make our way down to Beverly sometime. Absolutely. See you, man. That would be awesome. Please reach out. Yeah, definitely, man. Thanks, man. Take care. Cheers, Cheers, guys. Sorry, I called you Adrian. (laughs) Now it's your turn to say it, Rachel. And we're back. Oh, that's pretty good. 
fucking sucked. <laughs> That's what he says about everything. Brandon feels a little slighted Ooh. by that. You know what? If you want, we can do an intro. Could have some fucking in- some energy in there. Come on. You're excited. You're on the malting hour, kid. We could. It's time for the jingle. We Thank could. You. We could. Uh, you know, if, if it makes you feel any better, we could have Rachel do the intro to the episode. Welcome to the mar- malting hour. Welcome to the mauling hour. Welcome to the mauling hour. It's been a long afternoon. <laughs> Anyways. I'm one of your drunks, goalie tonic. Okay. Anyways, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are now joined with Joe Steigerwald. Hey, Joe. I didn't know if I was supposed to say my name then. Yeah, no, it's okay. No, no, I said it this time. Say my name, say my name. There's a lot of singing going on, <laughs> on and off mic. I kind of like this. I hey, like Joe. It. Welcome Good back. To- hey, thank you for having me back. I feel like I'm, I've never left the show. Um, uh, according to <laughs> the list of episodes, you have not left the, the show, which is all right by us, man. Well, thanks for stopping by. See you later. <laughs> Next brewer in. Where's my pizza? Adrian. <laughs> Where's Adrian Friel this time? Hey, that was a real faux pas, the last interview we did. Anyways, uh, Joe, thanks for uh, inviting us for this uh, today, for the ninth anniversary of Dry Hop. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, we really appreciate you bringing us on here um what you know i know we 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 obviously had a whole episode with you mm-hmm. and we drank a whole bunch of beers but um here at dry hop i mean other than marketing like it seems like you had a little bit more input uh on what was going on today obviously with um oh shit i'm already forgetting names zach 2k no not zach 2k talking about brand frank yes brand. yeah so did uh, so did he come to you with the idea and say, "Hey, this is what we should do"? Yeah. So Brant and I, I mean, as a company, you I'm know, gonna edit out that I forgot Brant's name. I'm okay. not good. I'm not that's gonna good. do it. He forgot a guy too, so it's okay. That's right. I'll forget. <laughs> oh, that's true. Same hey, team. Yeah. True. Same team. Um, no. So we we work uh, all over the place all the time. We have three different brewery restaurants, and so you know a lot of our work happens via email, phone calls, and texts. And so Brant was the he initiated this. He, he sent out a text and he said, "This is an idea." And I immediately sent back, "That's an awesome idea. We need to do it as soon as possible." Um, and you know, I know that we're coming up on our tenth anniversary. Are we blowing it right now by doing this? Who cares? We'll figure it out next year. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. we'll just have to up it and do something even better for for. You just 10. do it every anniversary. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, we do it again, and then we'll have a party next year too. So. Yeah, that's how it came up. Um, as far as like what beer they made, that was up to the brewers. I don't really have any input in that. Uh, after I suggested and we made a beer that was blue, uh, they don't let me have anything to do with, with beer anymore. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I'm actually kind of bummed I missed out on that after, Clark, you did your job for the first time in months uh, to get me some information on a, a thing we were talking about. It did sound like a really good beer. Kind of. A it was sound. a super fun time, yeah. It was a, um, it was like a what was it, milkshake IPA. Uh, with a bunch of blueberries in it, it was it was super tasty. Uh, you came to the event, yeah, Rachel. Yeah, so um, Rachel's still here. Yeah. <laughs> still here. Um, but no, it was it was fun. So yeah, we um, we we definitely collaborate on everything though. So Brand came up with the idea. Um, I kind of give it a little bit of body, start to figure things out, invite folks like you guys out to come out and hang out with us. Thank you. Um, and, and of course, hang out with the brewers and drink beer. The hardest part of the job. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> It's, this is actually the fact that I took off work to come and do this. I mean, this is it's a rough life I have. You know what I mean? Like, 
I did not take the day off work today. I'm <laughs> literally at work right you now. You are working, yeah. yeah. That's cool. as, as Zach told us as well, he, he's, he's currently working as well. Mm-hmm. So, I think yeah, as soon as he left too. when he was talking to you guys, he's still oh, in the brew house. He's still really? working his ass yeah. off right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I saw him. <laughs> we were here, we were as, he as he should. As he should. When we were next beers, he was like, all the other brewers are standing around. Is someone like using a leaf blower right now? What is going yeah. on? Yeah. How many leaf blowers do you <laughs> use here in Christ? 17. Yeah. That's ah. <laughs> this is going to be a really interesting episode. I to attribute to. that to kitchen noise. Um, I assume it's. Right. That's not kitchen noise. That's, that's the, someone has a leaf blower on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> on the roof. Oh, it's the Nimbus 2000. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> They've gone down to the back. Um, yeah, Zach, oh, we grabbed these other beers here. Zach was, I saw the other brewers standing around talking, you know, having a drink, whatever. And then Zach is like going in and out, like talking, like, uh huh, yep, here I go, just gonna keep on. Yeah. That's great. He's keeping it going. I mean, you know, so he's he's the guy behind this beer, so he's. Is he brewing more other than just the sour today, or that was. That well, was I mean, there's always, you know, work to be done, and so he's, I, I'm sure he's. <laughs> you hear that, Zach? <laughs> You got time to lean. You got time to clean. I know. I know who's brewing the the uh, collaboration anniversary sour today, and then of course they're always like transferring beer. Sure. And um, as I think everybody knows, uh, you guys have a big like homebrew crowd here. Ninety uh, percent of brewing is cleaning, so a whole lot of that going on today too. Absolutely. So yeah. So he's probably cleaning everything up. Now yeah. At this point. So, uh, Joe, we've asked a lot of the brewers what fruit they would want in this beer as far as the sour. Oh, yeah. It's and not ev- decided as of right now. Everybody has their own uh, input so far. Yeah. Yours. yeah. Yeah. We want to know what your input is, man. Ooh. Well, I'm always a big uh, citrus guy, so um, probably something nice and citrusy. Um, maybe something, like, sweet and tart on both sides, so maybe... Um, I don't know. They got a Paloma on the head right now. I'm thinking like, uh, yeah, Ooh. yeah. I'm thinking like that kind of vibe. Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. That leaf lords off. Oh, finally. <laughs> Did you turn off your phone? Because your phone went yeah, yeah. down and then the leaf lord. <laughs> like, sorry. Like, oh, sorry, guys. That was my leaf lord. <laughs> my bad. Leaf lord. Do a little hacking. It, it, it is. <laughs> Do you guys want to watch me drink a beer with my phone in? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because everybody, all the brewers have had different fruits that they. Now, Zach. The way Zach talked, it sounded like it was locked in. But everybody else was like, oh, I had this fruit and I have this fruit. And I kind of <laughs> want to see this and do this. So I don't know uh, where we're at, but uh, I'm going to lean more with Zach 2K. Then. I think he already has an idea of what's going to happen. <laughs> Neither nice do I. Usually they tell me about the beers. I get real excited about them. Uh, then the beer day, the brew day comes up. I promote them like crazy. Um, that's pretty much how it works. Uh, I don't get a ton of, like I said, I made a blue beer. Then I got banned from uh, suggesting beers anymore. <laughs> so... <laughs> You're so yeah, Paloma, don't tell them I said that because uh, <laughs> it won't happen. Yeah, no problem. It's going to be on the episode, though, just so you know, in case they go back and listen. <laughs> oh, no. like, they totally are aware. That you said that. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. Well, Joe, thanks again, man, for uh, inviting us out here for this today. We really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. We'll come back out and uh, drink the beer with you guys. Sounds good. Whenever cheers, guys. fruit oh, yeah. gets uh, put in it. Yeah. Enjoy the pizza. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's excellent. <laughs> cheers. Bye. Well, guys, this is going to wrap it up for the show. Um, the, all the brewers are hanging out. We're going to try and grab a couple more, but I think it just makes more sense to let them hang out. We've also been fed pizza. Rachel, you did not try any of the pizza. There's one piece left for you if you want it. I could try that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We inhaled it. Like, we're you the literally jalapeno l- one, and that was sad. That was my bad. You were left right at the most opportune I know, time. I know. I'm standing up, friends on the, the, the patio there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Dogs over pizza, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, this is awesome. This is a lot of fun. Uh, anybody have any takeaways? Brandon, what did you take away from today, man? Um, it was awesome to actually talk to the guys and kind of get their different takes, uh, especially like the the, uh, the fruits that they wanted to put into the yeah. beer. Because um, everyone kind of had their own ideas, and it'll be interesting to see when it actually comes to fruition and what they decide to put in. Um, and it was it was cool to like you know hear the history of everybody, like you know how it's funny because everyone was like, oh, I started a corridor and then dry hop, like literally it was like interweaving everywhere. Um, so that was kind of neat, um, and I'm glad we got to meet some people that we haven't met before. So yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah. The- for me, the family tree of dry hop, so to speak, it was crazy. I mean, just yeah. to hear where everyone's gone and how they started here and what they did in between and then where they've ended up and then they're still back here, that's pretty cool. So, Rachel, I know you pretty much talked the entire time, <laughs> but I do want to know uh, your takeaway from today as well. <laughs> no, I think I think hearing different perspectives of what, because I don't think I've ever been involved in a, I mean, never, I guess, in this capacity in general, but I think it is interesting to know, like, this is the style of beer. It's a collaboration brew, but we don't fully know what it's going to be. So I feel like that leaves this level of excitement of, like, we know the style. We know it's, like, a lot of people were involved all within the same, you know, upbringing within the brewery. Um, and I think that part's exciting. So I'm like, I'm excited to try the fruited sour, whatever it ends up being. There's a lot of different options. Um, and yeah, for me, it was interesting. I mean, yeah, I know I, I, I kind of led the podcast yeah. and, and <laughs> talked too much. And no, didn't I know. Get every- That's kind of where I cut you off here because I think like how much I know how you right feel. Now. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> Clark and Rachel, you guys pretty much just like steered it. So I appreciate sure. both of you. Sure. But in all, in all seriousness, thank you, Rachel, for joining us thank uh, you. for today sorry it's not the rotten pumpkin beer episode that we said Another you were going to come on for we will try that <laughs> yeah. again uh but yeah joe is over there but joe thank you very much for uh making this happen for us you got it i'll be back for the next episode i'm really excited <laughs> <laughs> the seventh member of the podcast once you're a guest you become a host yeah it's is it like a monkey's yeah. Did the final finger just yeah, that was it. Mostly, that's, yeah. Brandon, sorry. this is no longer me and you. It's it's the world's podcast. Hey, you know what? Open it up. Yeah. Open it up. Good. Somebody else can record. More voices. Fucking edit this. <laughs> uh, no, but thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Rachel, thank you. Clark, thank you. nice to have you back, buddy. So nice to be back. Can't wait to talk to you again in five more months. Just came for the beer. The I'll pizza. see you in October for Rachel's next episode with Pumpkin Beers in the fall. Sounds good. Uh, Brandon, I love you, man. Love you too, bud. Uh, I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening, and happy anniversary to Dry Hop. And delete all those files. (laughs) Thanks for the free. This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, and on Untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and Untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter, the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. 
Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.